today we're working on motivation or inspiration. I guess this is a really important thing because when we talk about vision, inspiration and pur purpose, we get the middle word is inspiration. <clears throat> we get the option of choosing motivation or inspiration. And are they all that different? Let's have a look. Let's move through here. Why inspired? Well, we're going to look at three, four things. A benefit to the individual, benefit to the team, benefit to the company, and benefit to the community. Firstly, benefit to the individual. When you are inspired versus motivated, you reduce stress and you take home less anxiety. You have more inner calm and wellness. It produces a thing called self-sufficiency and self-reliance. It has a positive feeling of confidence for the future. It's a new and different language for problem solving and there are better choices. You stay long, younger and live uh, longer. Stay longer and live younger. No, I don't think that's quite what I was trying to say. So let's look at motivation and at an individual level firstly. To be motivated, you need high anxiety levels for it to be effective. In other words, the gap between where you are and where you want to be, or the gap between what you've got and what you want to have, needs to be quite um, stressful. It's quite um, in, intense. So uh, let's have, have an example of this in uh, a grand final of the football you're going to be a, a lose the grand final or win the grand final. Motivation can be quite high to win the game because it's all or nothing. So motivation usually drives bipolar thinking. I have nothing. I will have everything. I've got nothing. I will have something. I'm not grateful for what I've got. I want to get grateful for what I'll have. So it's a promise in the future and a present. So we can motivate people by dangling carrots and saying, if you really want something in the future, I'll give it to you if you behave like this. And so most people are running around trying to please people, trying to get things done based on the concept of motivation. And that requires anxiety. The benefit for the team in, um, in terms of inspiration is it creates a much clearer level of communication. Motivation requires differentiation. So when we're motivated, we're motivated to compete, we're jealous, we get envious, we get um, competitive with people in the team. But inspiration drives, at, drives us to a different level. It's a much better, also with inspiration, it's a much better um, focus on team dynamics. You can imagine, all the different motivations in the team, the different outcomes everybody wants, um, uh, the, the, trying to collaborate those, to get those working together is not easy. It's um, when we work with inspiration, it's a far better uh, improvement in conflict resolution field. And I'll cover that in a little bit. Um, it's a better use of time. You get more productive when you're inspired than motivated because motivation, remembering motivation is driven by expectation which is driven by emotion which is driven ultimately by got and haven't got which is bipolar and last but not least inspiration is far more creative much more fun to do and it's visionary so that's why you would go for inspiration on a team level 
So motivation, which is what's commonly sold, um, it, it drives uh, unsustainable performance spikes. So you can imagine you promise something, people drive towards it, they get exhausted, they have to go home, recover from it, you drive to something, you get motivated, you wanna get it, you get incentivized, and then you got, then you gotta recover from it. Whereas inspiration has a much, much, much more sustainable um, level of input. It's not weaker, it just doesn't have those ballistic highs that people seem to think cause productivity. They don't. The next one, motivation drives performance spikes with downers at home. Now let's have a look. The positive of uh, motivation, and, and that's what people love about it, is you can celebrate wins, you know, with your champagne and, and what have you. You get pumped up with uh, uh, adrenaline. You get emotional uppers, which for a lot of people, this is, this is how they run their life. They run their life from high to high to high and complain bitterly about the low to low to low. And you can't have one without the other. Dopamine triggers, which means the chemical that makes us feel somewhat happy, which for some reason, chemists and biologists seem to think that's what human beings want. They want dopamine. It isn't the truth. Dopamine and motivation go hand in hand and dopamines are not sustainable. Positive thinking is the great part of motivation. So while you're motivated, you will head in the direction of what you think is positive and you will try to think positive in order to get what you want. The negative of motivation is it's firstly, it's the driver, 100% driver of all stress. It increases depression. If you've got elation, if you've got these highs, as we mentioned here, you're going to have to have the lows. And so underpinning all of the depression that 90% of people have is the addiction to inspiration. Frustration goes up. And why does frustration go up? Well, if we haven't got what we want, we're not happy with what we've got. The whole premise of the thing is to reach reach for goodness but when we get to goodness there's badness and goodness and so what they say uh, the reason greener fields are greener is because there's manure under the grass um, the downers we get and of course the obsessive obset, obsessity and addictions one gets um, toward heading towards an outcome so we get addicted to the chemicals we get addicted to the chase so you can see here a graph of the wibble wobble going up and down, which is the emotional highs and lows. Remember, we grow at the border of order and chaos or support and challenge. And if there's a above the line, there's also a below the line. Inspiration is a straight line. Benefit for the company of working with inspiration, it reduces cost. Now, motivation requires management. It requires hands-on. It also is quite aggressive in terms of dealing with people. And it presumes that if you don't incentivize, if you don't um, provide carrots at the end of the rainbow, people won't do their job. It's actually not the truth. It, it, um, the benefit for, of, of inspiration is you get more out of people because inspiration means turning up turning up 100%. It's easier to lead inspired people. You get cultural engagement with inspiration, which means people are not so emotionally highs and lows and, not, and also not bouncing that stuff back in their home life either. 
and you get brand consistency. These are the benefits of inspiration in a business. So motivation, absolutely, you can see from this chart, motivation requires constant uh, dissatisfaction. So you can't motivate a person who's not in dissatisfaction. So if someone says, I'm completely satisfied, I've got everything I want, they can't be motivated. And that really makes it hard for some people in management because if they're dealing with a completely satisfied individual who is in fact inspired, then their motivation techniques fail. So you can see here that on a, on a, a chart of happiness indicators, such as satisfaction, appreciation, as you go up in the indicators, you go down on drive commitment if you use motivation as a technique. And that means the more satisfied and the more happy and the more content a person becomes, the harder it is for motivation to trigger them into action. So let's look at the global uh, impact of uh, motivation versus inspiration. You can see that uh, the cost per employee is going up uh, and it's escalating for men far faster than it was towards women. Now, I agree, the statistics end at 2010. So please, if you need to validate or see whether this exponential growth um, has uh, continued since then, please do, but I'm guaranteeing you it has. So what you're going to find is as time goes on and a person ages, their appetite to be motivated gets smaller. So when we're 10 years old, you can promise an ice cream. When we're 20, you can promise sex or promise a new job or promise graduation from school or a bit of money. 30, you start to dangle carrots. But as the, app, as the age of a person goes up, the interest in being motivated goes down because they've had too many incidents in their life where they've been motivated to do something and it hasn't worked and they've hit the deck really hard. And you know what we say about courage, it's, it's fall down eight, get up nine. And so as you get up each time from an incident, your attraction to motivation goes down and the, therefore the interest in being inspired goes up. Inspiration is a primary driver in reducing mental health problems. So what I've experienced in my life is that uh, uh, the, the, the number of people who get depressed is parallel to the number of people who are still engaging in life emotionally. And so this incentivization, this sense of, I haven't got what I want, I want what I want, I'm gonna do something to get what I want. This thing eventually burns out with people. So mental health problems go down as time goes on, as people become wiser. Now what we wanna do, looking at this graph, is we wanna take people in the 25 to, let's say, 55 age group, around about 55 to 60, and give them the benefit of the wisdom of someone who's 75, we're trying to give people a, 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 a wise head on young shoulders. So it all comes down to the concept of using a different part of your brain. We, 
we uh, adapt or we get used to using someone who's in a lot of stress today and getting depressed will use a certain part of their brain for all for a lot of their thinking and um, someone who's doing a lot of creative work will will use their uh, right brain someone who's doing a lot of mathematics will use their left brain and we get used to these and the brain is a muscle we get used to using different parts of the brain and what we've got to try to do to engage in inspiration is go through a period where a person is shifting which part of their brain muscle they're using most often now if we've been uh, let's say doing motivation for a very long period of time we, it, we will find it really hard to morph across into a concept where there are the paradigms of of an inspired mind because it will be a different part of the brain may not have been used as frequently as the motivational part which will always try to grab on to thinking and so what we say quite often about this is it's not so much what you think it's how you think that makes the big difference in your life so we have survival thinking or inspired thinking you can look at this pyramid here and you could recognize the words that got to and should do and need to these levels of speech reflect motivation inspiration you would say i love to do it i choose to do it or i desire to do it and caught right in the middle where maslow called self-actualization is want to where we become uh, self-sufficient self-satisfied we sort of get to the border between mediocrity or let's say get to the border of um uh ambivalence which some people are worried about they get ambivalent they don't know what they don't care whether they stay or go they don't really care so much about what the company's doing but they do so it's this beautiful place called ambivalence and ambivalence is what in buddhism is called detachment and detachment's a really important skill because it allows us to move from motivation to inspiration and get access to the higher parts of our brain more benefits of inspiration not that you need more at this point in time but there's less discrimination on gender inspiration is not um, based on emotional judgments and therefore inspiration uh, bypasses the concept of whether it's a male or female or a masculine or feminine quality um, it's a broader acceptance of diversity because it's not so much um, uh, personality driving performance it's more about the intrinsic nature of an individual and that goes beyond all of the cultural boundaries it's moving way beyond hype and swipe now when a leader promises rainbows at the end uh, a, a gold pot at the end of a rainbow the leader is making a really unwise choice because the leader is basically going to lead people to a place where yes there may be a pot of gold but there's also a pot of poo there too and that leader will be lose trust over a period of time if they keep making promises that can't be met it's like the old thing i remember uh, companies when i went to them i said how do you increase your budget and how do you budget each year and they go we just increase it by 10 percent increase the budget by 10 percent which means it's a never-ending story of forever um, not being satisfied it's not a wise thing to do inspiration uh, brings in the holistic nature of being a human being the seven areas of life 
it's more responsive to environmental change and it's more transparent with reward systems. In other words, it's not promising reward based on performance. It's promising reward based on being inspired because being inspired in itself creates results turning up. This is Chris. You have a beautiful day. Bye for now.